Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. First intermission. No score. Rangers and Devils. Oilers practiced in L.A. today. They play in Vegas. Game one of their second round series against the Golden Knights is Wednesday night. And uh, out of Calgary today, Daryl Sutter, no longer the head coach of the Flames. Remember, won the Jack Adams as NHL Coach of the Year shortly before he signed a multi-year extension that was going to kick in in October. Flames president, interim GM Don Maloney says time for a new voice behind the bench. Into the corner for Nyes. Nyes back of the net for Tavares. Tavares coming out. Sends it in. A goal. They score! They score! Holy Mackinac! They score! Joe Bowen with the call. Saturday night. Leafs eliminating the Lightning as Gord Stellick joins us on Inside Sports from Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto. Hey, Gord, I just thought I'd play that audio for you in case you hadn't heard it over the last 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Only about 48 times, yeah. right? The, uh, you know, uh, for gosh, I, I, I did color for four years. So I got, I was Joe's partner back when Nikolai Borshevsky scored a game seven overtime winner in 1993, 30 years ago. So uh, it looks like for the first time in a while, Joe's going to have to rest his pipes because uh, for all these play-by-play guys with the great calls, the deeper you go, uh, the harder it is on the voice. So there's been a lot of, a lot of fun calls, whether it's the Oilers, the Leafs, uh, or the other well, right now, seven teams that are remaining in contention. We had Everett Fitzhugh on the show last week. We had his Jordan Everly overtime winner call. He's exceptional. Uh, Doug Plagans joined me Saturday night, and then he got to call that one last night. So, yeah, a lot of great moments. Tell, tell me a little bit, of what, what's, the, what's one thing behind the scenes about Joe Bowen that would be fun for the audience to know? Oh, geez. Uh, God, God, he's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's like a, He's like a regular vaudeville act, and I say that with love, you know? He is, uh, he is just, he's as loud as he is on the air in real life. Uh, he's just tons of fun. Uh, he doesn't take himself seriously, but he, he, takes it, he takes it serious enough. Now, you know, one thing is, is you would know um, there's not so many fights anymore, but when I did color with him, there were more fights. And his, his first play, but he did junior hockey in Sudbury, and then when he went to Halifax, he was doing the uh, AHL team. But he was a great boxing play-by-play guy. So he, you know, the fights he gets going, because that really was kind of uh, the genesis of all. But, uh, yeah, he, um, I, uh, a guy named King Clancy died uh, many, many years ago. But he used to dress up like a leprechaun on St. Paddy's Day. And uh, Joe Bowen has kind of supplanted him. When you see Joe... Um, you think he's uh, he's the he's the poster boy for the Green Party or something? So St. Paddy's Day, uh, you got to watch out. He's not radioactive. He's just he's just making an attempt to be all Irish. Oh, that's incredible. Well, he's always fun too whenever he comes on this show. And I love having you, Gort. And it's an f- incredible time of year. Oilers have advanced. Leafs have advanced. I know people are some people anyway dreaming of an All Canadian Cup final. We'll see. I, I will ask you this question about the Leafs series, and I'll put it in context of something that happened in the Oilers series because I'm going to ask you where you really felt it started to swing in the Leafs' favor. I think in Edmonton's perspective, you got the Campbell save, you got the Hyman overtime goal to cap a 3-0 and 4-3 comeback. That seemed to really swing it. Is there a moment or maybe, you know, section of play that you really felt swung it in the Leafs' favor? 
Yeah, you know what? I mean, the Leafs and the Oilers have a similarity in coming back from a three-goal deficit, right? And that is, you know, that that's really been a deciding factor in swinging the series. And when the Leafs were down by three, Matthew Nyes made what you thought was a nondescript play that he stopped the puck from going in, which would have put him down by four. And you said, geez, what a hell of a play by the kid. It's too bad it doesn't matter, you know, this game. And really, that kind of led to the Leafs and, and their comeback. You know, that, that would look like a, well, not innocent play, but just a play that wasn't going to matter at all. So I, I just think that was probably, probably if you had to pick one play, because, you know, that three-goal comeback, they, it's a game, you know, they had no business winning the way they were playing up till then. And then, of course, when it went to overtime, it's just funny. I mean, so these, these aren't one place, but all the overtime goals were just kind of similar. They, they look like harmless plays. They weren't like a Connor McDavid or an Austin Matthews, you know, kind of highlight real goal. They just look like innocent plays, a shot that got deflected. But I just think that would be the one. And, you know, Samsonov doesn't have the same save like Jack Campbell had on Arvidsson, but uh, he, he gave them excellent goaltending. You know, and that's what you needed out of Skinner and that in Edmonton. It's been kind of a, a problem, you know, playoff-wise for the Leafs for a number of years. So they got that kind of great goaltending. Um, I'll, I'll, so I, I want to ask you an Oilers-related question before you go, but Florida is next. Florida, yeah. okay, I'm going to say, and I'm like, look, predictions are fun. Sorry, and I'm sorry, gonna I, ask real, you, I realize you weren't looking for confirmation. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Stoffer does this show, noon to two every day, of course, as you know. I picked the Panthers yeah. in seven. And I'm sure I'm being a little cheeky to be a dissenting opinion, but I also think they're really, really good. And I also think Matthew Kachuk was going to be the best player in, in that series, and he was really, really good. I, I think this is far from a cakewalk for from for Toronto. I mean, I think Florida's playing as well as anybody. They did win the President's Trophy last year, and they got a lot of those players back. So how do you handicap this series? Because I think, again, the Panthers are going to be everything that their opponent can handle. Yeah, you, you, that last point, they, they, they won the President's Trophy last year. You know, they, they, I mean, that, that's a really, really talented team. And you know the thing with Matthew Kachuk, and you're going to see Winnipeg has it with Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs could potentially have it with Austin Matthews if, you know, start July 2nd onwards, he doesn't, he doesn't re-up a year down the road. But you're kind of looking at, you know, you're, you're almost better off keeping that player and then taking your chances when he becomes a UFA. Because, you know, if the player goes somewhere like Johnny Goodrow did, you know, the player goes. It's on the player. Uh, and, then, and, and I'm not criticizing Brad for living at all. I'm not, you know, just he, he got what looked like was a, uh, a solid return for Matthew Kachuk. But it's just when, you, you know, even one year of the heart and soul and all that that particular player brings, and whether it's McDavid and Dreisaitl in Edmonton or, you know, uh, Matthews or Marner with the Leafs, you know, that kind of comparable. I just think, like, you got you got um, unless you get, you know, a, a player in, in kind, like you can't take these packages about, oh, a draft pick, a late first, no. You got to, and that's what you just saw, like, you know, Calgary this year, okay, no Johnny Goodrow, but, Matthew, I mean, the, the Daryl Sutter thing's a whole different matter, but, you know, I just sort of what, what he's done for the Florida Panthers. So you're taking the President's Trophy team and you're adding arguably the most impactful player on a new team this year in Matthew Kachuk. And again, as with everybody, if they get the goaltending, then yeah, yeah, I, I like – you know, it's wide open right now in that, you know, I, I did a, a tweet today that the, the, the Stanley Cup champions the last 16 years are all out. So it's kind of wide open. There's no Tampa Bay. There's no Colorado. There's no Boston. 
But to use your term cakewalk, it's not going to be that. I just think it's a great opportunity. You know, those teams kind of knocked themselves out in the first round, but you still got to play hard. Like, wherever you're going to play, you got to play hard. Like, the, these teams left. Like, you know, it's it's not going to be a cakewalk. Like, you, you know, it's going to be whether – you know the Toronto Maple Leafs, Florida Panthers are, are you know that that that's that's a great that's a great team right now. And same with Toronto for Florida. Like I hope we get more of the same that we've got some great six and seven game series in the first round. I expect that in the second round. Okay, and I'm not doing this to to pick on you because if the Devils win tonight, I will go three and five in my first round predictions, and that's with picking Florida. So <laughs> I'm not one to talk. Uh, but you were oh, wait, a rare. You, you, you picked you picked them against Boston. Yes, I picked Florida oh, in seven against I, Boston. Yes. Well, I I thought you were picking them against the Leafs. I'm going okay. to do that as well. I, I can't okay. abandon them now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but wow. You know, at, at our um, you know just uh, I do a morning show on Sirius XM, like you know. So one guy, Bruce Bolton who's the producer, was the only guy who picked Florida, and nobody picked Seattle. I mean, I, I don't know what, there's 15 people, just whatever. But, uh, that yeah, that just shows. Well good, well, good on you picking Florida. Like, when they were down 3-1 in games, man, I really thought no chance. So, uh, well, good for you, Karnak, even though you're 3-5. and five. Uh, And uh, Rory Boylan picked them on the website, sportsnet.ca. He picked okay. Panthers in six. So that's about 15 guys there, too. So... So just, but just in the context that you picked Kings in seven, which means basically you thought it was a coin flip. So, but I'll just ask you this Whoa. way: What happened in the series that you didn't think was going to happen that allowed the Oilers to win? Well, I don't know if you find the same, but I can't stand making predictions, and I've, I've got to, I've got to, like I can't because I don't like it. Nobody does. I, I got a, I got a great friend in the Kings organization, and they take it to heart. I got to tell you, I got a couple of instances where you know I don't want to take their crap, you know, whatever. So. So I so when I when I when I picked them I wasn't sold on them okay I right, wasn't of sold on them yeah. but uh, I I, uh, I I thought they were a very underrated team I thought like Edmonton was coming like a steamroller at the end of the regular season like very very impressive and, and uh, obviously with uh, LA they got not great goaltending and hey the the story of round one is every or most teams seem to have power plays like the Edmonton Oilers did in the in the regular season and in the playoffs like power plays were just killers and for the LA Kings um, I, I don't like the particular well their penalty killing style everyone's style sucks against Edmonton because they got they got like a power play for the ages but you know just just a certain style that way and 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 uh, and that so I mean that but that three goal game was a killer that you know that that one was one probably if they won that just like if the Islanders had hung on and beat the Leafs in that game you know who knows which way the momentum would go but I thought those were the you know the Edmonton power play and the fact that the Edmonton goaltending was uh, as good if not better than the Los Angeles goaltending was was the difference if the because Kings got a nice team you know you had Todd McClellan there before and they've they've they put together you know but a, a guy like Byfield a bit of a disappointment he made some he made some critical mistake he made some mistakes at critical times and the the Oilers fourth line Holy mackerel! The Oilers' fourth line, like who, you know, like your fourth line was a huge difference. You're you're the team with McDavid and Drysaitel, and the fourth line was a huge difference. Which is a huge difference from a couple of years ago, specifically when I link back to that series against the Jets, right, where they didn't even really yeah. have a second line, and now they had forwards ten and eleven contributing. I'm with you on predictions. I, I like we have a I have a running bit on this show usually. On Inside Sports, we take predictions from listeners before the Super Bowl, before the Grey Cup, and before the playoff, like before the playoffs start in the Stanley Cup Final. You know, and I always say, if you are right, 
your prediction will be celebrated and remembered forever. And if you are wrong, we lost the predictions. We just don't know where they went. There's no record of them. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the Joe Namath, Mark Messier thing, like, it's, you know, the point being is we love this game, okay? We got certain teams we have a vested interest in, and we, but then in the playoffs, like watching the Rangers and Devils right now, like, that's why they play the games, okay? Like, I, you know, I, like, I'm not in the dressing room, you're not in the dressing room, we don't know, you know, like, like, that's why we watch the games, and that's why they play the games to get that kind of result, so. Anyway, it's, uh, you know, whether March Madness pools and NCAA, we know those people go to town with those and that. It's just the whole thing about prop bets and everything now, it, it's all changed. So well, I, 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 I just respect the, the people that do it on the ice and and come up and and win the series like uh, seven teams have done so far and, and like New Jersey and New York Rangers I honest to God said I'm picking it in seven and every second person who asked me I put a different team winning in seven you know that's what I'm doing and and I look like I'm being proven right you're a genius Gord <laughs> <laughs> a little shy of that but anyway hey uh, this is awesome man. Uh, Love having you on the show. You're always very generous with your time and uh, enjoy covering uh, the Leafs and the NHL here as we move into round two, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, anytime. And boy, that would be great if it's a final. That really oh, would be. And wow. I mean, I mean, on both sides, I really do. That would be, I, and even then, just in general, it's time to get the cup back in Canada. So, um, yeah, so that would be great. And uh, I'll be watching and listening like you do. And uh, we'll, we'll look forward to chatting down the road. Always enjoy it. That is Gord Stelic checking in from Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto. A little bit there on the Leafs beating the Lightning and a look ahead to their series against the Panthers and Oilers chat as well, which uh, you are welcome to chat with me about the Oilers or anything you want. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. 12.49 left in the second period. Game 7, Rangers and Devils. Still no score. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. It would be really cool if you entered in our Oilers Superfan Contest on the contest page on 630ched.com. We want to send a superfan and a guest to a home game in round two. Let us know why you or someone you know should be there. We will announce the winner during Chelsea on Ched in the future because we don't quite know the schedule for the second round yet. Wednesday and Friday, the Oilers are in Vegas. The times of the game, of those games, have not yet been announced. 7804960063. Jeff Merrick extensively talked about his love for rink fries <laughs> when mm-hmm. he was on the show. So we threw out their best rink fries that uh, you've ever had. Well, I guess the Bonneville C2 Center was the... Uh, thing that was built onto the RJ Lalonde Arena. Yes. I had somebody, uh, I had Gator write in about that and also uh, give a vote for the Marwain fries. Okay. All right, what else? Okay, well, uh, Cam in Red Deer texts in. He doesn't give a location, but he says gravy on fries, it's got to have gravy on them. So that's oh, how he likes Oh, because Jeff asked fries. about what you put on the fries. Ah, yeah. there we go. Yes, yeah. there we go. Yep. Uh, Justin writes in. This is a cool story here. He says, best rink fries I've ever had were not even from a rink. They are from the Northeast Edmonton Indoor Rec Soccer Center. It was 2011-2012. I was coaching my son's under-8 soccer team. I was 
there uh, way early just because vibe around a rink field is awesome. Got some fries and wowza, they were perfect. That's from oh, J Rock. Okay, that's go. a good memory. Yeah. By the way, uh, McLeod. Not Ryan, uh, the other one. The other one has scored for the Devils. They go up one nothing on the Rangers. Ah, there we go. Uh, we got a unknown text that came in, too, about the fries, saying the Slave Lakes Hockey Rink, the MRC, has a canteen called Susan's Kitchen. Not only does it have great fries, but some of it, but ha- it has some of the best food in town. That's from Jan in Slave Lake. There Susan's we go. Kitchen in Slave Lake. That sounds like a fun place to eat, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Logan, uh, your professional golfer, texts in oh, yeah. and says, the Marwayne Arena fries and burgers are the best read. Uh-oh, Marwayne has the lead. We've had yeah. two mentions for Marwayne. <laughs> yep, okay. exactly. That's good to know. We'll have to do a show from uh, the Marwayne Arena so you and I can just eat fries for two hours. Oh, Kelly. that would, that would be, be a fun lovely. show, actually. I would bring my appetite Pro- for sure. <laughs> probably better than most shows we do, to mm-hmm. be quite honest. Okay, 780-496-0063. If you want to chime in before we're done at 8 o'clock, so many amazing Amazing playoff storylines, including that Florida win over the Boston Bruins. Bill Lindsay, a former Florida Panther, now a broadcaster. He's going to check in when we bring you back. Inside Sports on 630 Chet.